People have been hunting birds since the dawn of time. They've been hunted for food, for feathers, and more recently for pleasure and sport. People hunt many different types of birds for many different reasons. And you are about to hear some of the stories behind these reasons. This is the GoHuntBirds.com podcast. Welcome to the GoHuntBirds.com podcast. I am your host, Mark Lapp here. I am the owner and the founder of GoHuntBirds, a company that has been around for 10 years now, and our focus is on sharing bird hunting, and this particular podcast is focused on sharing bird hunting stories. If you're interested in listening to stories about bird hunting, waterfowl hunting, upland game, um, you know, wild turkey, anything that pretty much flies, uh, this is your podcast. It is Friday, the 24th of February, and this particular Friday Foul Focal Points episode is going to be focused on four things not to do this turkey season. Everybody's telling you what you should be doing, tips and tricks of things you should do, how to be a better turkey hunter, how to become a better hunter by doing this or that or whatever. This particular episode is going to be focused on things you should not do that are going to help you become a better turkey hunter. So I'm going to go through four things that I believe you should not do. Uh, some of them may be in combination with uh, maybe what you should do and how not to, to do it. But uh, I'm going to go through four things that that I believe will help you become a better turkey hunter. Uh, the last couple of years, I've spent almost all the days of the spring in the turkey woods. Uh, COVID did have a little bit of help with that, being able to work from home and slip away. But uh, I generally do spend a Fair bit amount of time turkey hunting in the springtime. Generally fairly successful. Uh, If I don't always get my own tags filled, I'm generally helping a lot of people fill theirs. So these are the kind of four things that I believe that are going to help you by not doing them. So here we go. Here's number one. Don't over-scout. Now, everybody that listens to me knows that I preach, preach, preach. you got to scout. Scouting becomes the most important thing when it comes to hunting doesn't matter what that is, waterfowl, deer, doesn't matter. Uh, If you're not doing your homework and you're not figuring out where those animals are, it's going to be pretty hard to try to be where they are when uh, it's time to come take a shot at them. So in my experience, the best and worst turkey hunts start in scouting. You know, scouting and patterning birds is what consistently puts success in your forefront you know and of course there are some skeptics that say ah you don't need to scout turkeys are stupid birds if you, you want to know where to shoot a turkey just follow me you know blah 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 all that kind of stuff in all honesty man take it from me that's not the norm if you're gonna shoot turkeys you need to be scouting however you should not over scout and here's what i mean by that once you find your birds and you find out where they are just sit tight on them leave them alone Locate the birds, understand their patterns, and then just leave them where they are. 
turkeys are creatures of habit. And once they have a routine that they like, they're going to kind of follow that routine fairly often unless something screws it up. And scouting too much and getting in close and bumping them out of where their patterns are and maybe even bumping their roost and that kind of stuff, you're going to fuck up their routine and they will not be where you want them to be when it comes time to hunt. You know, your best case scenario is you're going to find those birds a few weeks before the season. You're going to pattern them. You're going to kind of know where they may or may not roost. They're going to different, you know, they're going to have roosting areas different kind of a few nights. So they're not always going to roost in those same places. You may even want to set up some trail cameras close to where those corridors are that they're passing through. Take a look at your topographical maps. Find out, you know, where are the pinch points in that property? Where can you walk to where you're not going to bump birds or where can you get to point a to point b without actually crossing a field or really know that area because listen man these turkeys live in these places they know it way better than you and they know all the little places to sneak away and get away where where uh, it'll make you look like a fool so once you pattern them once you get kind of an idea of where they are where they're going to be just back out like i said don't over scout Watch them from a distance, watch them with binoculars, watch them, you know, don't venture into the property, just kind of watch them. If you do have trail cameras, maybe go in after dark and uh, pull those cards out. Or if you're lucky enough to have the, car the, the cameras that have like pictures to your phone, even better, then you don't have to disturb things at all. But by going in after dark, you're going to be able to walk in quietly, sneak in, get those SD cards out and walk out without bumping a roost or bumping a bird that, that uh, will most likely be up in a tree sleeping. So glass those areas from afar with your binoculars. I often like to use silhouetting from, with the sun to kind of find the dark clumps in the trees or where the birds roost. Um, you know, and that's something I've often showcased in our photos on our Go Hunt Birds social media. All those little things, you know, like I said, you you want to scout, obviously, so don't stop scouting, but just don't over-scout. And what I mean by that is just don't get in close close enough where you're literally tripping over them. And then ideally when it's uh, time to get in there on opening day and then, of course, of the season, you will have been uh, able to get in there. And, of course, after the season starts and, and people have hunted and things have bumped around, things are going to change again. So after after the season does get going, it is going to become a, you know, constant chess match the entirety of the season so um but like i said number one on my list here is don't over scout number two on my list is don't be afraid to hunt in the rain and here's what i mean by that if you've ever out scouting in the rain or out for a drive in the rain you'll see turkeys out in the field and the reason why they're out there is because they are looking for food um, they're not afraid of the rain. You know, I know a lot of people are fair weather hunters and they're not really interested in hunting in the rain, but here's why I think that that's a bad idea. Turkeys generally flock to open areas when the weather is wet. And I'm going to assume that it's to avoid getting seen, I guess, or maybe they can't hear as well when they're in the bush. When there's rain dropping on branches and dropping on leaves, they probably have a little harder time hearing in the in the in the dense bush. But they'll get out into an open field, generally flock together and and get out and forage. Uh, another reason why they'll get out and do that is because when you think about it, think about like dewworms or bugs. Like that rain is going to turn that earth over, and it's going to get worms to come out of the ground. It's going to get bugs to move around. It's going to Bring more food to the table, I guess, is the way you can put it. They're probably not going to be as vocal, but they still will come to a call and you still may, 
you know, hear an often a gobble here and there, but they're probably not going to be as vocal. So you really got to watch and pay attention when you're hunting in the rain. It's probably often a waiting game. It's more of a sit and stay type hunt. Um, and so that's uh, where maybe a pop-up line might come into play. We generally set up a few pop-up lines in select areas throughout the season where we know that if it is raining, we can go kind of stash ourselves there for a few hours or a shitty day of the rain, uh, kind of keep dry. But if you're not prepared to sit in a pop-up tent or you don't want to sit stationary, I mean, just get some good ring gear. Uh, we prefer Sitka. Obviously, people know that. But there's all kinds of companies that, that provide really good ring gear, Gore-Tex, waterproof stuff. You can even hunt in your waders. It'll keep you dry. And just uh, don't be afraid of a little weight rain. Like, the turkeys don't care. One of the downfalls of turkey hunting in the rain, though, if you are successful, those really nice tail fan feather pictures that everybody wants, the hero shot, aren't going to look that great in the rain because the feathers get all stuck together and they don't fan out as nice. And the, if you think a turkey's ugly looking, it's even uglier looking when it's soaking wet. So um, that is a downside of that. But at the end of the day, people don't give a shit when it comes to eating them. As long as you get a bird down, uh, turkey hunting in the rain is going to provide you with some of the best opportunity to get birds out of the woods and into those open fields so and you know take note of that next time you're driving around on a rainy day in your turkey woods or turkey area just uh take note how many turkeys are actually out foraging you'll you'll notice it i've noticed it a lot and uh, it's what led me to hunt in the rain and i've had several successful rainy day hunts and that's why i'm not afraid to hunt in the rain so it's number two on my list don't be afraid to hunt in the rain Number three on my list is don't overcall. Now, I know we all want to call. We all have a tackle box full of hunting calls for turkeys, pot calls, box calls, diaphragm calls. You drive your spouse or your friends nuts in the house probably making turkey calls. And, uh, you know, when it's, when it's time to shine, you get out there, you want to call, 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 call because you've been practicing. You bought all these calls. You have expensive calls you spent money on, maybe even custom calls with your name on it or something cool like that. Trust me, I've done it all. Here's the problem with overcalling. When you call too much, you know, especially to a bird that's already working or coming towards you, it does several things that you don't want. The more you call, the more that turkey can pinpoint exactly where you are. If he knows exactly where to find you, he's going to be that much more focused on watching for movement, which means you've got to sit still. And so if you're calling and calling and calling, and the movement that he sees isn't the hen he's after, that turkey may never show his face. He may never sh come by, and, and he may just take off in another direction. The other thing aggressive calling can do is make that gobbler think that you're more desperate than he is. You want to call and then you want to shut up. You want a couple little clucks and then stop. You want to entice him to come over and see like, what the hell's going on over here, man? And I mean, if you can do some calls that are sounding like two or three different hens, all the better. If you give that Tom the impression that you as a hen are willing to do anything to get his attention, he may well just let you. He may stand up and hang up and just say, screw you, lady. I'm standing here and you can come over and get me. So you kind of want to play the hard to get game when it comes to calling. Call a little bit, turn the calls off. Call a little bit, turn the calls off. There's nothing wrong with playing a little hard to get. Keeps that gobbler guessing, but you know what? He may come in and be curious. And, uh, you know, I always say curiosity kills the cat. This particular case, I could say that it would be curiosity kills the turkey. Maybe that's a stupid joke, but whatever. At the end of the day, when you start calling too much, you're educating that bird. If you don't end up 
you know, shooting them. You're, you may even turn them into a call shy bird that just runs in the other direction anytime he hears something that doesn't even, you know, resemble a turkey that he wants to listen to. So those birds get pressured. They may move off completely on the call. So if you're going to call, which most of us do, call a little bit, shut your mouth. Call a little bit, put the pot call down. You know, there's a whole other technique into which calls to use and when. We can get into that on another podcast. Uh, but for this particular case, number three on my list, like I said, is do not overcall. Not to say you shouldn't practice your calls, and I'm not saying you shouldn't use them, but just don't overcall. You know, they're just another tool in the toolbox when it comes to turkey hunting. And if you're overcalling all the time, it's going to uh, not always be the best in your favor. And the fourth thing on my list, which should come as no surprise don't be impatient turkey hunting is a game of chess it's a long match and, and don't get me wrong it can be over and done as quick as it the season you know i've i don't know how many times i've shot a bird 10 15 minutes into the morning that's not the point the point is is turkey hunting takes patience patience kills as many birds as lead does uh, provided you haven't educated your birds in some other way you know, they probably have a pretty short memory. So just be patient. If you make a break a branch or screw up or you don't get sitting in the right place, just take a five. Sit back, relax. You know, don't get too impatient. Don't get jittery. Don't get up and move before you really, really think about it. If you think it's time to get up and move, wait 10 minutes. If you think, you know, I, I should probably get going, wait 10 minutes. Like, I don't know how many times I've stood up to get up ready to move and you stand up and there's a turkey just out of range that was coming in and he would have walked right in had I just been patient. So, you know, so many times guys will see that their initial setup isn't working so they'll get frustrated and get up and I'm going to go sit over there or I'm going to go sit in a different place. And you know what? Not always the situation that you want to do. Just sit where you are. You know, and even if you've had toms drop off the roost that were calling at you and they're even calling at you on the ground and you're they're answering back to your calls, like, just stay still. I've had a lot of mornings where it's been like a couple hour watch and the entire couple hours I've had birds within eyesight, you know. They'll jump off the roost and they'll follow a hen down the field and, and they're literally watching as this tom fans itself and walks and fans and walks and fans and gobbles and fans and then you call to it and it gobbles back to you, but it keeps going in the direction of that hen. I've even many times watched Tom's breed hens, and then that hen walks off, and he gets off her all, you know, puffing his stuff, and he's looking for another hen to breed, and he'll walk right over my decoy, and down he goes. Just be patient. It's uh, it's a long season. You know, we only get a few tags per province or per state to hunt, so it's not like you have to, you know, fill your first tag on the first turkey you see. Like, just enjoy it all. Take it in. Like, turkey hunting in the springtime is one of the most serene experiences you can do in, in bird hunting it's generally a one-on-one -on -one or a two-on-one with a buddy or a camera guy or something like that and enjoy it don't be impatient don't be in a big rush to end your season by filling your tag you know take another person out even let someone else be the shooter one morning put your gun down and pick up a camera and take some pictures like bask in it and enjoy it you know, it may be like torture to sit and watch a bird walk away from you, but hey, enjoy it. You know, you're in their environment. You're in their bedroom. I don't know, man. Turkey season's getting closer already. I can feel it, and I cannot wait to get out in the woods again and just experience it all. Experience it with friends and bring my son out and enjoy turkey hunting with him and bring my friends and my regular guests to come and hunt with us spring over spring. And it's just 
become one of my favorite times of year. And in all honesty, as much as I'm a waterfowl hunter, turkey hunting is a close first place for my favorite. So again, number four on my list, don't be impatient. And that includes my list of four things not to do when it comes to turkey hunting season. And again, my list is number one, don't over scout. Number two, don't be afraid to hunt in the rain. Number three, don't over call. And of course, number four is don't be impatient. You take in all those four considerations and I guarantee you, you will have a better experience in the woods just by taking in a little more self-awareness and just sitting back and saying, hey, I'm here to hunt turkeys. I'm here to have fun. I'm not going to be impatient. I'm not going to overcall. I'm not going to bump birds just for the sake of getting an eyes on them. And I'm definitely not afraid to hunt in the rain. So that is my Friday foul focal point for this week. Like I said, we're going to try to get some more turkey content here over the next couple of months. I uh, also want to touch a little bit on the uh, Ontario late season goose hunt. So ideally I can have somebody on to chat about that. Also going to touch base a little bit about getting into some spring snow goose hunting because uh, that's on the radar as well. And yeah, these Friday foul focal point segments are, it's just me and you. You know, you're listening to me chat. The odd time I might have Bobby or Sean on here, uh, you know, or maybe a guest, but for the most point, it's just going to be me. So thanks for listening to this podcast. If you got anything you want to hear about on this podcast, fire me over an email info at gohuntbirds.com that's i-n-f-o at gohuntbirds.com you can find our podcast on spotify you can find it on itunes you can find it on our website at gohuntbirds.com you can find it on google play and uh you know obviously you follow along on our social medias uh we got all of them you know twitter tiktok we're not really doing many tiktoks but we still have a tiktok uh, instagram facebook all of it we're there so thanks very much for listening to this podcast and uh it's only two months to go turkey season will be here before we know it cheers <laughs>